Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. This is the what is it, the, the uh, Festivus Eve edition of the program, so we will uh, we will be moving forward with the Patriots here sitting in the room with me. Let me go around the room. Uh, on my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. What day is today? Festivus Eve. What's the date? The 22nd. Okay. Men. Yes. Two more days till Christmas shopping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very true. Very true. Two more days till Christmas shopping and 53 days until pitchers and catchers report. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's very true. Very true, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for, thank you for pointing that out. It's very true. Um, the 23rd was traditionally my, and then. Oh, you like to get an early start, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because was, was, the 24th, you start running into a lot of that. It's closed. <laughs> it's closed. Well, that and cruises. If you want a Christmas cruise, oh yeah, you yeah. better have bagged the gift before you get on the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Or you're going to be wrestling somebody for <laughs> you know something in the shop on the ship. That's it. Look, I got you this pina colada for there Christmas. I got go. you. A, I got you a coupon <laughs> for all the drinks you can drink. Yep. I got you this cute little umbrella, <laughs> and I put it in this drinkable holder. <laughs> exactly. Where's the drink? I don't know. <laughs> rough seas, rough seas. There's rough a seas. hole in the glass. <laughs> all right, let's go finish going around the room, make the intro on the left. The legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Earl, I was up there in the was I was South Carolina this past week. <laughs> In, in, in the South in Carolina. The, I was in, in the, the South Carolina. I was in the Is South Carolina. Is that like being on the dope? I was on the dope <laughs> in the South Carolina. You know, uh, I, I do the tweeters, all, all of it. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> and, I, uh, you know, we've, we've been up to, obviously, we were, we've been Tennessee together. We've been Kentucky together. We've been all through that route. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that's all been up like that, uh, that 75 corridor, going through Atlanta and heading up into, into the central, southeastern portion, mid-Atlantic states, yep. whatever. Um I think I don't think we've ever made the uh, the ninety five route up. We've taken the ninety five route up. No, uh uh-uh. everything we've always done has been seventy five. The uh, I, I I just want to let you know in case you hadn't been that way. Okay, 
that uh, your great 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 grandfather has also been to South Carolina. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was all over everything from you know, from North Georgia all the way through South Carolina. Hey, it was just he got around. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So, so he got some beach trips in him. Is what I'm saying. He went to Charleston, you know, and <laughs> he went he went out to the Outer Banks. Maybe a little a uh, little bit of, a little bit of beach journey, a little trip, a little little, little fun he had there. So, oh yeah. Uh, what well, gentlemen, dude, in the summertime to keep away from the skeeters. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, gentlemen, how was uh, how, yeah, how was your week? Anything going on? Anything any, anything interesting? Anything to share? Anything interesting in the world of law this week? Nah, nah. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll just jump right into some Festivus. Just you know, just family law mediations and getting ready for the multiple phone calls I'll be getting on the twenty third. Okay. That are so and so is not doing such and such about what's and what's and and I need an emergency motion. Okay. You want an emergency motion yeah. on Christmas Eve? Sure. Yeah. And you want it heard on Christmas Day? That's going to cost extra. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to have to build a courthouse. Right, right, right. And then I'm going to have to hire my own judges. So, oh. Yeah. Oh. You, uh, that can't be done, by the way. Is that, is that They're called arbitrators? I was going to say, is that more of an interview process or an audition? It's yeah. a good question. <laughs> I guess it depends on their body of work beforehand. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Whether or not it. they're going to audition or they're just going to come in and read. <laughs> yeah, <right>. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you 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 thought I wasn't ready for that, didn't you? No, uh, I I, yeah. I didn't know if this was one of those. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this guy here needs to interview for it. You know, one of those. This guy, <laughs> yeah. this guy. Yeah. No, he's a friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Festivus, folks. For you, those of you that don't know, is uh, it's actually it's a it's actually an observed. Secular holiday now. I don't know how the hell I really? it's secular, but listen. I guess if you could have a Jedi Day or uh, what is it? Uh, don't, may, don't the, all, may the fourth no, no, be with you. No, and, I know it's called Obi Wan Nights. Obi Wan Nights. Obi Wan Nights. Yeah, don't make a national day for almost anything. Yeah, yeah. So Festivus is uh, just having done some of the, the historical research. It's a, it's a Seinfeld. It's from from the Seinfeld from right. back in that's 90, what I know it as right from back in ninety seven is, is when it came about. But evidently, it it already been in practice. In a, a couple of families up there for uh, about twenty years, <laughs> since the mid seventies. Hmm. But okay. uh, uh, and then of course Seinfeld put their own spin on it. But uh, I, I have the aluminum pole up at the house, you know, because I find tinsel <laughs> distracting. Uh, and then we have to have uh, their celebrations for the season. You have to have the airing of grievances. You have to let everybody else know what they've done to disappoint you that year. You have the feats of strength, or as George Costanza would say, nobody eats until they pin me. <laughs> And uh, then, of course, you the aluminum pole. And then, then there's I, Festivus I've, Miracles. I've got, I've got a clarification on yes. the rules on that. Yes. With or without bloodshed? Uh, you know, it didn't say. It didn't say. <laughs> We're eating quick. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got the, uh, the feats of strength there. So uh, that's, that's Festivus. I, I got to tell you, I, yeah. you know, I'm old as dirt. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a lot of dirt that's younger than I am. <laughs> and, and I think I could still take George. George oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I guess it was Frank that would say that. To George. Frank, the, the father, would say to George. I, I could take nobody, Frank. Yeah, nobody eats until they pin me. I could take Frank. <laughs> you take Frank, yeah. yeah. I just grab his man's ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bro. Pull him off balance. Uh, so we, uh, we, have a, we have a good show coming up for you. we got a lot of, we got a lot of, lot of topics. We're going to try and get through some of the, the highlights. we got some of the, you know, we, we try to you know, throw you some uh, amusing ones every now and then. Oh, yeah, got to have fun uh, with uh, Some um, of them aren't very amusing. You know, and, and there, we've, we've got... Uh, 
the Firearms Policy Coalition. We will have uh, Mr. Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition joining us. Should be on next hour as long as he's not pulled from, uh, you know, to to go to a, do another program or if he's still doing some TV gigs some, uh, elsewhere because you have the bump stock ruling that's come down now from ATF. And that's mm-hmm. uh, that's become a, a very big deal this week. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't known. We knew, you know, the, that's the way the federal okay. registry works. And, you know, the, the period had ended where you could put your comments in so you, you knew this was coming. And now, you know, 90 days from when it was published, I think it was published Monday or Tuesday, I don't recall. Uh, you know, 90 days later, it goes into effect. This is similar to what happened with the 41F, 41P. Uh, right. With, with the suppressors, with, with how the... Uh, well, no, sorry, not with suppressors. Trusters, with trusts. Trusts. Thank trusts, you. Thank you. Trusts and uh, corporations. How that uh, went down, and there was... There was a lot of, would you call uproar over that? And there were a lot. There was a very large volume of feedback. Right. Imagine if War and Peace was a three-volume set. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's kind yeah. of what went yeah. in. Went into uh, 41P yeah. becoming 41F. So we have uh, we have Craig will be talking to you, and this is listen. This is this opens up so many avenues if bump stocks can be. You know, outlaw. Regulate. You know, regulate. You know, it's just, just so many ways. We're going to get into this in depth here in the next segment or two. So stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. The kel Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. You also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We, uh, we're going to start talking to you about some of, the, some of this bump stock stuff. We're going we're to tell you what's going on. Uh, as we know it, we're waiting for uh, Mr. Craig to lose. Like we said, uh, he's been uh, busy because this this lawsuit from the Firearms Policy Coalition is is uh, is, is growing, getting getting some legs. So, so he's been in demand. It, it's keeping him busy. Yeah, yeah. So so we will uh, we should have him on here shortly, either this segment or next. I'm I'm sure we'll get him in. But uh, here's here's what we're going to give you. We're going to give you a little bit of what uh, what we've seen with this uh, with the Firearm Policy Coalition's websuit web websuit lawsuit against the. The bump stock ban. Here's here's what here's what we know. You have the, you have the uh, the federal lawsuit filed by the Firearms Policy Coalition challenging the Trump bump stock ban, uh, also seeking the injunction. Uh, in fact, we have Craig on the line now, so let's bring him in. Let's bring in Mr. Craig Deleuze, the uh, the front man for the Firearms Policy Coalition. Craig, welcome back to the program. It is always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, w- wonderful to have you here. I know you've been in demand, so it was it was great when you said uh, you could squeeze us in. Oh, for you guys, I'll do anything. Oh, well, really? Well, yeah. Was, Whoa, was, hey, you know, no, you said it. You want that paint my house. <laughs> want that written or what do you want? Paint my house. Yeah. That's right. 
Uh, uh, Craig, uh, t- t- tell us about uh, what's going on, and you know, we're just we'll let you take it from there, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll jump in. Well, you know, we've actually kind of had this lawsuit ready to go, and we actually uh, it's interesting that we actually have three different types of lawsuits depending on what the regulations look like. Right. Um, and uh, the whole the whole idea and the major premise behind it is this: is that the the executive branch does not have the legal authority to redefine something that's already defined in statute passed by the legislative branch. Because right. that person of power, they can't do that. That's executive overreach. And, you know, while I think, you know, most of our listeners, most of your listeners probably are like, well, hey, I don't own a bump stock. Uh, and even some of them are like, well, why do I care? Well, you care because if we're going to allow this president to violate the separation of powers, violate the Constitution, in order to ban something we don't care about, what's to keep him or a future president from doing the exact same thing that you ban something, a firearm part that we do care about, like triggers or trigger groups right. or stock. Right, and that's what we barrels. we were just having this conversation, and I know you, we've had it you know, with, with you, Craig, many times. This is, this is not about the bump stock. This is about the bump stock is an accessory, and they're, re- they're redefining what an accessory is. Now, so the bump stock's first. Well, you know what? You don't need you don't need a standard capacity magazine. You know what? You know what? Like Kevin right. said, you don't need you don't need optics. Right. You know, you, you you just keep going down the line, changing these definitions of what makes the the firearm function. Okay, listen, I have the explosion. I have the 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 object coming out through uh, you know through through uh, uh, the expansion of gases. That's the firearm. I, as long as the bullet comes down the barrel, you don't need anything else. Yeah, you don't need anything well, else. They're they're exactly. using the bump stock to to crack open that door. Yeah. Of, of regulating the parts. At first, it looks like something we don't need, but then they're going to move it into vital, essential parts of the firearm. Right. You can have as much ammo as you want as long as it's not made out of steel, brass, aluminum, or any other metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you're left and with... At the, Go ahead. And at the same time, regulate who can actually have that by right. saying, well, if you are not, you know, this type of person, then you don't get one. Right. Meaning you don't work for the government. Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or their government. Let me clarify. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right, Craig. So, so this comes down this week. It, I, I don't remember if it published on Monday or Tuesday. And and you guys are standing by, ready, depending on whichever method it came down, and uh, and you guys jump on board with or you jump in with the lawsuit. Now, what what happens from from there? Well, right now we've we're we're waiting for uh, for them to give a response. We're basically we're we're working on the on getting this at least a temporary injunction right now. Okay. So we're trying to keep them from enforcing the regulations first and foremost. Okay. okay. Um, you know, and the interesting thing is, is there are even some Democrats who agree with us on this. Not, not that they, not that they like bump stocks, not that they care about firearms, but they do recognize executive overreach. Yes. And, and with them, it's not even about what parts of it is. If we let Donald Trump do this, then what else is Donald Trump going to be able to get away with? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, the the way they've gone about redefining this uh you know this is not new from the department of justice or from the atf uh you know i i've seen this kevin's seen this multiple times earl you know we've and folks I, you've probably heard us talk about it on here i think kevin the last time we heard it was the different when they redefined what a finger was no a trigger <laughs> trigger a, okay. a single pull of the trigger okay and then they went no no we meant trigger finger yeah and, and you, you get the atf where they start to we we called it um Rule by memorandum. That's right. You know the, the, the statute and the law may say this, but then you get the legal counsel that says, "Well, I think it really means this." So this is how we're going to enforce. We're it. We're going to change it to trigger finger. Right. And now, if you don't use your trigger finger, 
than uh, anything that looks like a carrot you put inside right, of the right. trigger guard. Yeah. Now you've removed the trigger guard. Okay, you know, i got to think about something. Yeah. We've, we've been successful here. We've won at least one lawsuit against uh, against Kamala Harris and Javier Bustano. On the exact same thing, the court basically just said, look, you can't, you can't do that. You don't get to just ignore the plain language of the law. Right. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's, what, that's what's going on. That's that's the, they're they're deciding to to change the definition to change the rules uh, you know of of how and what is enforced. Well, and it's nothing new for them. I mean, we all know in law one of the things they've done is in particular when like when you look at the Constitution, the number of ways in which they've taken things that had meaning back in you know the 1700s and they've manipulated the meaning in order to fit their definition, their way of thinking now. Yes. So this is nothing new for them. What's the, what's the what's the feeling on the injunction? How, you know, because this this is similar to what happened under the trust and uh, and, and corporation rewrite under uh, policy forty one p forty one f before it went into mm-hmm. effect. Because if you recall, then the the federal registry, well, me, you're allowed to contribute, make comments on it, and something. And mm-hmm. if they were the same both times here, eighty to eighty five percent of the people here, uh, you know, when responding to the bump stock one was. Listen, you know, go, don't give a care about the bump stock, but don't go outlawing accessories because it gets it goes downhill. So, eighty percent of the people that responded said, "Don't do this." Yet they still went ahead and did it. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, our, 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 that that is part of our argument, and there's a significant part of our argument when we talk about banning firearm accessories. But a good, like I said, a good part of it is it, this isn't the way you do it. Right. In particular, this isn't the way you do it with someone who may or may not be a constant. Uh, you know, who is a, 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 an interim attorney general who may or may not be constitutionally in this position. Right. True. Yeah, we, we kind of we had to throw that in there a little bit, too. Yeah, listen, you, 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 take, you take a little bit of anything you can get, you know, just, just in case you get somebody to agree with you there. Um, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I look at this also from, uh, you know, this here it says it's banned. And this is, this is what we've just seen happen in New Jersey. Okay, this item is banned as of this date. Okay, well, where's my provisions for a turn-in, for reimbursement? Uh, how are you going to seize? What are you going to do? Tell me about how my Fourth Amendment uh, is going to be violated here as well. You, know, you can't just right. come and say, listen, um, flat-screen TVs are outlawed as of such and such day. We're going to be coming door-to-door taking them. Oh, what? what? You're going to do what? It's just property. We can outlaw any property we want to. And, and, and that's, what, that's what they're looking at. That's... that's, mm-hmm. that's that's my big question. How do we how do we take the property rights away from people like this? All gold jewelry now belongs to the United States government. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Well, the arguments we've seen on, on the takings on the takings clause, at least as they've been made in the uh, in some of the cases that we've dealt with, is they largely point when they start talking about stuff like that. They focus largely on most of the time real estate. Right. And so they keep going back to real estate. Well, that that really only deals with with property with you know, with real, with yes. real estate, land, and uh, that's the argument that they're going to come. That's the argument I believe they're going to come back at us with. Okay, all right. The uh, when and obviously it's the government. Well, that's a great idea. You know what that means that maybe the United States government should just go ahead and take possession of all the software ever written <laughs> because it's not real property, so it's not taking it. Right. Yeah. It's just no. you know, it's just we're just going to take we're just. We're going to hold it for you. Yeah, yeah. We're, hold it. Hold it. We're not going to take it from you. We're just going to hold it. Let me hold a bump stock. Let me hold a bump stock. What makes you think they already have it? Hold your wallet for a minute. 
Uh, Craig, how does everybody get involved here? How do they make donations? How do they join so that, so they, this can help get funded, these lawsuits? All, all of it is firearmspolicy.org. If you go to firearmspolicy.org, you'll, you can click, click on the legal tab. You can read all about the lawsuit. You can read the lawsuit itself. You can read the press release that we did on it. You can follow, check out all the other lawsuits that we're doing. Um, that's probably the best way. You can also find us on facebook.com forward slash gun policy. Or if you just uh, look us up on YouTube, or you just look up uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, you can check out uh, Coffee with Craig, which is Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Craig, thanks for joining us, and we will uh, we will keep you keep you here with us and keep us in the loop. So thank you again, sir. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, and there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. 
Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. That was that was Earl's. That was Earl. It was the lead-in for Earl. Uh-huh. And then it was Kevin's voice. Uh-huh. We're, uh huh. It's a, it's a, it's like a puzzle. And uh, th- that that piece looked like it fit there. Guess who's talking now? I hit it with a hit it with a shoe. Made it, <laughs> made it fit. <laughs> we got, you're, we'll get him. We'll get him switched around. We'll get him switched around. Hey, we talked to uh, Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition last segment. We were talking about the the lawsuit that uh, that he had fi- filed. Um, one of the attorneys, one of two attorneys that's working that case is uh, Adam Kraut. Uh, that we, we oh, yes. ran for Adam that uh, mm-hmm. ran for NRA board while we were out in uh, the NRA show in Dallas this year, and I got to got to talk to Adam. So I'll say he was campaigning in front of our booth. So I look at it as we we were pseudo hanging out for a little. Yeah, while. Yeah, we were. We did. We did, and he was a good guy. We've, you know, we've stayed in touch, and now uh, we'll have to get him back on the program now that he's the uh, the attorney of record out there filing this big old lawsuit. So you know, him and Kevin can. Uh, we can have the secret handshake and all that stuff on the air and, and, and discuss, yeah, discuss it. Because yeah. the secret handshake is really effective when you're talking on the phone or on the radio. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. You know, listen, you get, the, you get the FaceTime now, right? You can do the old, you know. The, wink, wink, nudge, yeah, nudge. Exactly right. There you go. There you go. Uh, and wink's as good as a nod to a blind man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, the bump stock ban. Here's what I want to mm-hmm. talk about about the bump stock. we got a couple issues we want to hit with you here. Uh, in, in there's several states already. California is one of them. Florida, uh, I believe, New Jersey is one. New York that that already have bump stock bans in place. The the way that the I have the Florida statute here sitting in front of me that uh, it it goes over. It says, person may not import into this state or transfer, distribute, sell, keep for sale, offer for sale, possess or give to another person a bump fire stock. Okay, pretty clear. Does, did, did anybody see on there the, the, the grandfather period, the registration period? No. 
this just turns you into a criminal if you happen to have one of these. Person who violates this commits a felony of the third degree. You're now a felon. Now a felon. Well, you're committing a felony. You're not a felon until you're convicted of being a felon. As used in this section, the term bump stock, bump fire stock, means a conversion kit, a tool, an accessory, or a device used to alter the rate of fire of a firearm to mimic an automatic weapon fire, or which is used to increase the rate of fire to faster rate than is possible for a person to fire such semi-automatic fire unassisted by a kit, tool, accessory, or device. Okay, so <laughs> a person. A person. A person. Yeah, it doesn't say... Kevin, who are you going to want to demonstrate? That they don't get to pick the person. I'm picking my person. Yeah, yeah. And my person is Jerry Mitchell. With, and by the way, I believe yeah. he's cited in the lawsuit. Yeah, he is. Um, he is. Jerry Mitchell using his Smith & Wesson designed shotgun. Right. It's eight rounds of 12-gauge double-up buck. Right. 930 caliber projectiles. Yep. In under a second, that's 72 30 caliber projectiles downrange. That's just a little shy of a minigun. Yeah. Jerry Mickle, I'm quoting uh, another website. This is from the Firearm Policy Coalition's lawsuit. Jerry Micklick's trigger finger is now evidence in court. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm going to take his depot. If I ever have a case where somebody said, you know, your, your gun now fires faster with this device in, installed than it would without it, I'm going to bring him in and go, <laughs> is this you on this video? Yes. Did you fire that gun without any ass assistance other than the natural muscles yeah. in your hand? Any kit, tool, yes. accessory, or devices? Yes, I did. M motion for summary judgment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> done. Here, here's an excerpt. To put the ab absurdity of the ATF's audit argument in perspective... A look at competitive sports center, a sports shooter, Jerry Micklick, is necessary. Mr. Micklick can not only shoot faster than an individual employing a bump stock device, but can shoot fast, shoot far more accurately. 59, even more evident of the complete, arbitrary, and capri ah, legal words. Yeah, capricious. <laughs> ah, capricious nature of this Whoa. proceeding. All right, skip that. Uh, okay, he uh, depicts he did it. He did eight rounds in one second on one target. He did eight rounds on four targets in 1.06 seconds. Six shots and reload and six shots in 2.99 seconds. Thus, an individual can achieve with greater accuracy faster cyclic rates than those utilizing bump stock devices. The underlying premise of these proceedings is completely arbitrary and... Capricious. There you go. Wait, I, th I thought Capricious was like the fruit punch in the foil pouch. That's, That's Capri Sun. Sun. Oh, okay, gotcha. Close. Thank you. Thank you. The, uh, well, they both taste a little fruity. <laughs> oh, wee. Uh, as long as one's not made in the prison toilet. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, we have, uh, we have, what are all just, what are all just Capri Sun. No, 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 <laughs> Capri Sun. No, we, then we have the whole, the whole, the, the entirety of what, uh, what, what Earl just went over. And it's, it's, you know, it's it's as you look at it from the outside, you're like, okay, well, this 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 is this is this makes sense. Is this is this really? Let me ask you this: your opinion is this really this administration? Is it really this uh, this president trying to outlaw bump stocks, or is it them saying? Remember the art of the deal who we're talking about here, or is it the president saying, listen, after after we had uh, Las Vegas, after we had 
Parkland. We sat down and we all got around the table bipartisan and they said what they wanted. We all saw, you know, whack job Nancy, Nancy Pelosi say, we want it all gone. Everything. We want it all gone. And the president looked at, and we've got the, we've got the story here. They looked at raising the purchase age to 21. And they said, he said, no, we're not doing that. We're not raising the age, purchase age to 21. Now, by, by saying, listen, here, we're going to take this bump stock and we're going to get rid of it. And with having no method for relief, no method for confiscation, no method for reimbursement, it's almost like it's written in such a way where if challenged, it'll lose. It'll lose. Right. It's not a, it, it's, a, it's called the wiggle room factor. Right. Yeah, the, the statutes are it, the federal acquisition regulation. Right. There's a lot of wiggle room in there that you can, depending on how mad. Right. Uh, and the HEF's the same way. How angry they are yeah. at whatever it is that was going on, they can either cite you or not cite you. It's like anybody, you know, if you want to audit someone's taxes, right. if you're, if you have an agenda, you can find something, you know, no, 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 no. Yes, you took that deduction, but we're not sure the people you had with you at that dinner <laughs> were actually people you were entertaining for business purposes right. because they didn't actually hire you. So we're going to strike that one because you didn't get the contract. Well, that's not the basis. You, it's a new business attempt. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but you didn't get any new business, so you, that fails. So here's your, here's your audit finding, and here's your fine and your additional. I mean, it's, it's, they can get you, right? You know, depending on how badly they want to. You've been a law enforcement officer. I can't imagine you ever cited somebody for something and then decided you wanted to cite them for a bunch of other stuff. And when you started going through it, you went, you know... You got a crack in your license, right? Uh, that's an altered license, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have yeah. to write you up for right. an altered license, right? right. But you broke it. Eh, it's not really my problem. Yeah, it doesn't say that here. It just it just, <laughs> just says it's, it's just, how it got there. It's yeah. Just broken. <laughs> Kevin, you may know the, the uh, if there's a legal term for this. I heard capricious. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, sorry. That, that's a tough one to say. <laughs> there's the traditional, you know, the plaintiff's side of the, the story, the defendant's side of the story, and then the law. Now, I've heard of it that the uh, ATF and also the Bureau of Land Management have been granted so much power that there's my side of the story as the defendant, but then it's their side of the story as being the uh, prosecutor, you know, saying I violated rules, and the rules I violated are what they're speaking to me right now. Well, it, here's the problem with the way you're describing that. You go to an administrative hearing mm -hmm. with the ATF or with the Bureau of Land Management. Guess who the hearing officer is? The head of the Bureau of Land Management or the head of the ATF. So Yeah, fair. That's yeah, fair. That, yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, it's the guy who gave you the ticket that's going to hear your argument about why you shouldn't get the ticket. <laughs> it's like trying to argue with the author of the book about what the book meant. Oh, <laughs> you know, man. It's like, wait, I can't argue with this professor. They wrote the book. I can't tell them they're wrong. Although I have done that. Yeah. I have done that. Uh, Way to go, Vonnegut. Yeah. You would. <laughs> yeah, I'm canceling actually, the check. I, actually, <laughs> actually, that is almost how that happened. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break.
The Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at maxlaworlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an Arms Room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the Arms Room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop ArmsRoom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's ArmsRoom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
Hey, uh, you just heard this is the uh, the snag mag section of the or segment of the program, the snag mag section of the program. I talked to uh, Christine there at uh, Snag Mag this week. We had her on a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, although right now it's too late, if you ordered a snag mag magazine holder to get it for Christmas, they still make wonderful New Year's Eve presents. So. You could still get you a snag bag. It's just going to be a few days late. Go get you a snag mag holster. Go to snagmag.com, snagmag.com, and the code is JINGLE15. It's a capitalized JINGLE, and the number's 15. JINGLE15. And uh, you can get yourself the premier concealed magazine carrier. Uh, a little, little bit more on bump stock. We don't want to dwell the whole hour on this. I want to, for those that have not, ever had a bump stock. And there's there's some stuff in here as I read through these articles that I'm going to try and dispel. Uh, it says that, and I, and I think this might be the, you know, you know perhaps it's, it's the wrong tactic. They say the, the bump stock is a ungainly, inaccurate uh, device that you put on that, that lets your gun shoot fast like a machine gun. The reason that there were 58 innocent people killed and 500 people killed at the, in the Las Vegas shooting is because he was 26 stories up and shooting into a crowd of, you know, you know 50,000. It's, it's basically taking a, you know, taking a bullet and, or a gun and shooting it into an ant pile or an anthill, you know, fish in a barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, you're, you're going to hit things. Well, listen, this, uh, this, this, this bump stock, it's, I can tell you, it's not as, it's not as inaccurate as they say it is. Earl, how long would you say it took you to get the hang of shooting a bump stock? Well, quite honestly, I didn't put a whole heck of a lot of time into it just right. because I had access to real machine to real machine guns. guns yeah, uh, I've done it, and I've done it with a couple of the local police departments. We've done some training. Had to, you know, we wanted to show them what it was, and it, it takes about a magazine, about about one mag, uh, and and I think it's a it's probably more accurate than a regular machine gun because of how you have to hold the bump stock. Provided you have it on a quality platform. Yeah. I, I yeah. have seen people install them on some in, some of the inferior oh, yeah. products out there, yeah. and they don't run worth a crap. Lots of parts go flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they, they are pretty efficient. Here's why, again, we talked to you about the reasons why that they, they shouldn't be banned. Because if you start banning bump stocks, then the next step is magazines, then the next step is optics, mm-hmm. then the next step is pistol grips. You know, just, just keep going. They'll just they'll pick apart pieces out of the old assault weapon ban and say, don't need that part, don't need this part, don't need that part. By the time you're left, you're left with a uh, you know, barrel and a chamber and a, and a, and a wick, you know, you know because it'll, 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 still make it, it'll still make it work. Um, so the... I like the bump stock. I like to shoot it. It's cheap. Earl, you said earlier, if uh, you know, if I want to go to the range and blow off, you know, several hundred dollars in ammunition at rapid fire, more power to you. Yeah, you know, that's 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 my right. That's, I, I think it is a not a very good platform. I do not think it is very reliable. I do not think it functions the way a machine gun functions. Right. And I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like Hustler magazine. But Larry Flint did a lot to protect the First Amendment in this country. That's right. And this is a very similar circumstance. If you do not like hearing people talk that offend you, um, sorry. Right. But the offensive speech is just as protected as the unoffensive speech. Yep. And if you start down the path of declaring certain things illegal because of what somebody does with them, 
then why are trucks that are driven over people in parking lots and in community centers, why are they not banned completely? Well, you know yeah, what? Should, yeah, yeah. You know what? No more 15-foot box trucks. Right. They just well, yeah, ban we them. know this. It's the gun's fault. It's, it's the gun's fault. Them. Yeah, it's the gun's fault or the gun accessory's fault. We, we understand that. Hey, listen, I... I I equate this to with the, with the bump stock, and again, uh, I bet you one to two percent of the population probably even knew what they were, and it's less than that that ever fired them before. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I I I had a fire one, and, and here's what I say, and we're a little bit different sitting in the room here, but folks, you, you, you should. This is why I want to want to tell you this. Uh, imagine you you grew up on Ritz crackers. That's that's that was you what you ate every day. You ate your oh, Ritz crackers. Yeah. You had the Ritz crackers, right? You love the Ritz. You love the Ritz. You it was it was. Ritz and potted meat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Vienna sausage, yeah, or, yeah. or Vienna sausage with a little devil on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> but you got your Ritz crackers. Right, you, you, you grew up on the Ritz. The Ritz were your crackers. And then one day they come along and and and, and say, "There's no more Ritz." There's what? No, there's no more Ritz. Now you got no more Ritz. We get you got the you got saltines now. You get the saltines. Uh, and and you go for years with just saltines. And then somebody comes along and says, "Listen, I get you a Ritz, but they're they're fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a piece." Whoa. You want your Ritz, right? But yeah, you're not going to dump. I want it that bad. Right, right. Woo. Then they come along and say, okay, we got them. They're, they're 100 bucks. Here's a box for 100 bucks. Mm, no, no, not, I, well, it starts, that, that, that's a little bit more thought. Exactly. It's right. probably not going to happen. A little more reasonable. You know, it's, it's a little more expensive. Uh-huh. Maybe you're not eating them every day like you used to. No, but, special uh, occasion crackers. Right. But, but, but now you've got them. This is what the bump stock is. That's what the bump stock is for people that have been in. Military that have that have you know been in the industry you know have have been in uh, around guns their whole life yeah and yeah. they can get to them and they can they can be around legally owned machine guns and then when they when they get away from there for whatever reason have left the military uh, you know go to a different job okay um, I'm okay with that then don't ban them and make them illegal yeah place them under the auspices of the National Rifle well the the Gun Control Act and this goes back to gun where where I started this conversation where I said. Do you think the president's doing this as part of the art of the deal? I don't know. You, do you, could, th- do you, you think- could regulate it because that was one of the attempts they made that they were going to come out and they're going to say, you know what? All the standard capacity magazines for the AR-15, right. uh, they're going to have to be serialized. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Now, now they're regulated. Sure, sure, and I understand that, and I think there's, there's ways to, to do that. Or there's, you, know, you basically go out and buy a tax stamp for all magazines rather than serial numbers. No, no, but, you got to buy... You know, because there's no way to tell which ones are which. Right. No, and I, and I get it. But, you know, but if, we, if you tried to compare the number of 30-round magazines out there with the number of bump stocks, it's no. It's um, no, imagine, if you will, that you're going to have to pay $200 a tax stamp. Per mag. Per, per mag. Yeah. Or even if it's just a, it's a, it's an AOW stamp. Right. I'm going to five dollars a, a mag. Well, I'm here's gonna, where I'm going to have to mortgage my house. Oh, yeah. yeah and I don't listen. have that many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is where I'm going. Is this the art of the deal? Is this, let's make this so far to the left that one of two things happen. One, that it's fought, it goes to court, and it's, and it's overturned, and it's, 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 it's deemed to be unenforceable, whatever it happens to be, and then the president gets to say, hey, we tried, we sat down, this is what we came up with, and it didn't work. Or they get to the point where they find the compromise, and they go, okay, you know what, like they did with 41F and 41P when they were doing trusts. They come back and they say, Okay, we're not going to outlaw them. We're going to move them into the $5 tax stamp AOW category. Well, that, what they did is they said a trust can still own an item, but you won't have to have the sheriff sign off on it anymore. Correct. They found now the they compromise. Now they just get a notice. Yeah. But you have to have all the responsible persons who might be a co-trustee right. 
or an alternative trustee, they got to get a background check done now too. Yeah. Because as I pointed out when we were having comments on that, I can't get all the potential beneficiaries of a trust fingerprinted and photographed since trusts live for 360 years. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> they might not be alive yet. Yeah. And it's really hard to fingerprint and photograph people who aren't living yet. It, it, it know, takes it, up and, a and, lot. And ATF was like, yeah, I'm not sure that's our problem. But they figured that out. It takes a lot of plutonium out of the, uh, out of the DeLorean to go get all those people in the future. 1.21 gigawatts. There you go. Just like that. There you go. That's really having to, you got to really know where it's going to strike light in to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of travel. Yeah, get the old clock tower out. You might need a hot tub to make that one. Oh, oh, with some tri- some trilithium in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Trilithium. I remember it was a rush, some Russian energy drink. I don't remember the name. I think it was the trilithium that, that slipped into the machinery. That oh, was it? Okay. Down there. Yeah, I think so. Be wrong. I can reference it when we get back. Um, hey, listen, thank you for joining us the first hour. We've got more coming up second hour. Promise you we're gonna be off of bump stocks. We're gonna we're we're, we're moving on. We're gonna we got a there's a new shotgun out there we're gonna talk about. Major Bill's gonna be talking about uh emotional support animals. I think is what he's gonna be talking about. So <laughs> emotional support. I like this kind. <laughs> emotional support animals. I've got they won't uh, let me go on the plane with my pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's because you got it in a leash, you know, and you're swinging it around your head. <laughs> it's called a sling. <laughs> I'm just walking it. Yeah. It's a very sharp pet rock, too. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around. We'll see you after the break. But exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly until then. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
with Mike, Kevin, and Earl. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will be the uh, the host and uh, you know moderator for the rest of the program here. I have my the other host here sitting with me. Let me go around the room real quick and tell you who they are. On my right, the right hand man, coming in at six foot two, one hundred and eighty pounds. The great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Yeah, yeah. please one leg. Back. <laughs> His name is Earl. I'm sorry, what he was carrying. This is a battle loadout, maybe. <laughs> I think I was 180 pounds when I was 12. Listen, um, I was probably around the same in high school. And what's the old line is I'm wearing the same pants now I was wearing in high school. Six inches lower, but I'm wearing them things. <laughs> no, I wore the same pants I wore in high school. They'd be a hand puppet. Well, I can still wear the same baseball cap I wore in high there school. There you go. There you go. And it's looser now. It's looser. <laughs> you know, not as much hair. When I was in high school, they hadn't invented baseball. Games, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just had to, they used to tie the rag, tie the leaf around the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. We all wore fedoras. And I actually have a picture of me in a fedora. Yeah, they didn't have baseball caps. Not like you wear now. Plastic yeah. and stuff. Going, yeah, going around the room on the left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, coming in at five foot ten, 160 pounds. On the moon, please welcome him back. <laughs> on the moon, yeah. yeah. Dirty Kevin Maxwell. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I got to do that math real quick. <laughs> no, no, that's not right. No, no, you'd be about 40 pounds on the yeah. moon, I think is what you'd be. Is that one third? Yeah. No, one, it's one sixth. One, one sixth. sixth. Yeah. About 30, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, somewhere around there. I'm about 22 pounds. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the program. So uh, uh, we, uh, we, we're, we're trying to have a little bit more, a little more, a little more laughy this hour, a little more ha ha, a little more, uh, a little more gotcha. Let's see how that goes. Uh, I, you know what? I saw this story. And uh, this story, I thought, I think this is either us now or in the future or oh, no. maybe so we're they, related they, to these guys Earl, Earl somehow. thinks that or... was in the past. <laughs> well, we've done it in the past. Well, that, that wasn't, I'll give you this. So here's it is, folks. It's called Old Coots Set Up Table at Farmer's Market to Give Free Life Advice. Now, I think that's what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> using, using a bigger megaphone. I was thinking, you know, yeah, present day. We, we have done this before, but I would just call it coots, I think. Because, you know, we weren't that old then. Although, you know what, now that I think about it, we were giving some fine advice to waitresses and, and hostesses and, and that waiters. was investment portfolio <laughs> advice. That was, that was a completely different circumstance altogether. So... Perhaps we were the old coots back then also. When you look at this picture, these gentlemen are clearly in their, uh, uh, they're, they're well off into their, their retirement years, the golden years, the 70s, the uh, 60s, 70s, Wait, 80s. Can I, kind of I just want to make sure, you're retired, aren't you? I'm currently semi-retired. Yeah, yes, I am. Yeah. Semi, yeah. semi, yeah. Uh, yeah. twice. Yeah. He's twice retired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a group of retired friends from Salt Lake City, Utah, used to meet every Saturday at a friend's deli where they drink coffee and shoot the breeze. It was a real nice way to spend retirement. Till they all outlived their respective material. <laughs> Realizing they'd already heard all of each other's stories and knew everything interesting about each other, deli owner Tony Caputo decided to get a card table and rent a table at the farmer's market across the street 
so the group could give out free advice to strangers. And not so- take up all his space <laughs> where, where, where the paying customers can't get in the building. Yeah. It was a polite way of yeah. get out. Yeah. Yeah. Caputo wasn't kidding. He and his friends set up Old Coots Giving Advice Tent, complete with an official banner and a slogan, it's probably bad advice, but it's free. <laughs> hey, if it's free, it's for me. It was all pretty much a joke at first, a uh, way for the group to liven up their Saturdays, but then something funny happened. People started showing up, and some with serious questions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kevin, you're right. That's us today. I know. <laughs> Every time we come in here, you know, you go over the stats of how many people are listening. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I continue to be amazed. <laughs> how <Yeah>. many? <laughs> From where? Really? Old Coots comprised of Gus Wheeler, Lowe Bor- Borgenick, Carol Sisko, Chris Vanacore, Tony Caputo, and John Leston give them real thoughtful answers. Here's some of the questions. Where can I find someone to love? Why does cat pee on everything in the house? Why does my cat pee on everything else? Have I put in enough time at my new job to take a one-week vacation? Quickly, they realized how much people need a sounding board. They took their responsibility seriously. People ask us, are you guys qualified to do this? And, of course, we have to say No. <laughs> <laughs> but neither well, was Ann Landers. Well, what do you mean by qualified? <laughs> Are you certified? <laughs> well, I'm certifiable. <laughs> Each Saturday since the summer, the old coots have taken on the issues of about 30 to 40 people who come by seeking their advice. It's a way for a person to get an outside opinion from somebody who has nothing to gain. Which, when you think about it, is, is really a yeah, unique aspect. Yeah, you, know, you want you want to hear from somebody that you know has got nothing to gain from it. Yeah, get the opinion of somebody who doesn't have a dog in that fight. There you go. There you go. Started as a joke, but it's become a little phenomenon. Somebody told us the other day that we're the most popular attraction at the flea market. We always listen carefully and won't give gratuitous advice. Well, so hey. they do pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gratuitous. Oh boy! So this is uh, this is this is pretty cool. This is this yeah. is uh, I thought was was interesting, and yeah, you know what? Now that you mention it, Kevin, that's. It's yeah, it's kind of a, <laughs> what, what a radio do? show. We're giving advice right, right just, now. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying. No, I'm not I'm saying. Just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sounds like us right now. Well, I don't know what they sound them. like. I've never heard them. <laughs> good on these guys. Well, the the situation. Let's see here. I think they had they had a couple more questions in here. Uh, stuff like, uh, oh boy, trouble with your boss? Find out his or her computer password and play mm, pornographic material on their work computer. <laughs> you know the weird stuff. Stuff really? that no one wants to explain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's really weird stuff. <laughs> I like the, the one that's listed last. Bully problems? Here's my switchblade. Bring it back next week. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, yeah <laughs> these, okay. These, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'd have to definitely replace the, uh, the coffee with other beverages as well. Uh, you know. I don't listen. I don't mind like an Irish coffee. But... Um, or when but I just found no, I don't any coffee in it though. It found out on, <laughs> on when I took the cruise. Jamaican coffee. Oh, yeah. what's what's in Jamaican coffee? Rum, rum. Mm. Oh, rum and coffee. Oh, I could do that without the coffee though. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> that's 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 good for me. Well, uh, no, apologize to all little pygmies in New Guinea. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Listen, we got uh, we got more program uh, coming up for you when we uh, we get back. I think uh, I'm going to try and pull a surprise caller in. I'm going to try and pull a surprise caller, and uh, oh, we, I want to, I want to, I want to find out the status of what's going on in New Jersey, and we know, a, we know a guy up there. Oh, we know, we a, know guy, a guy. Huh? We know. It's just we got to find out if hey, he's, you know, you know, we know a guy. If he's helping, he's helping a truck right now. You know, ah. the, the truck's got a loose back door. You know, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. 
you know, where did they come from? What are you writing a book? You know, like one of them. One of them we'll, we'll see if we can get him on the line. If if not, uh, so it's either it's either surprise caller, or we're going to be talking about the VR eighty uh, shotgun from uh, from Arms Corps. Oh, decisions, decisions, decisions. Yeah, so we'll we'll find out. Hey, listen, uh, join us back here in a few minutes. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. See you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. The Keltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, 
Remind them, the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol, studios. I talked to our good friends up there at Boundary Oak today, uh, today and yesterday. I actually talked to them today and yesterday. And uh, yeah, we'll, get, uh, we'll get some more stuff on the way. More stuff on the way. Good. Some stuff going out to SHOT Show also, too. So, uh, you know, trying to, trying to take care of... Trying to take care of you if you're going to be joining us out there in the SHOT Show in the January 21st to 25th, I believe it is, uh, during that week, whatever that, whatever that may be. Uh, hey, next story I want to talk to you about. Uh, I, I love this one. This is a great story. The, uh, they, this is a quote from the, N- the former NYPD police conditioner, uh, commissioner, which I thought would have been uh, Frank Reagan's dad, you know, uh, you know Thomas <laughs> Magnum's dad, who's, who's there on the program, but not. It's talking about uh, Bernard Carrick. So uh, this applies to... New Jersey and the magazine ban, and I thought, oh, you know what? Let me, let me, let's. I told you, folks, last segment. Let me see if we can get a surprise caller on the line, and we were able to get him. Uh, please welcome back to the program the uh, executive director up there of the New Jersey Second Amendment Society, Mr. Alexander Rubian. Mike, thanks for having me back on. Hey, uh, listen, I really appreciate you jumping in like this. It was one of those stories where we, I looked at it and I went, man, I got to get, I, you know, Alexander's opinion is is everything here and what's going on up there. So let's let's grab him back for the program. So thanks for joining us. Not a problem. Um, yeah, listen, let, let's talk. I know you, you guys are already in, in the middle of this. It's, it's been, uh, you know, two weeks now, 10 days, whatever it happens to be, where, you know, if you, if you currently possess a magazine over 10 rounds, you're committing a felony in the state of New Jersey. A fourth-degree felony, that's correct. It, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nearsighted, this law. It, I, I liken it to what we saw after the SAFE Act was written in New York, where it's, it looked real good on the surface when they, when they, when they wrote it, and now they're, they're, they're discovering things about the law, like, mm, I don't know, cops can't carry magazines with over 10 rounds in them. Yeah, exactly. And this is, uh, this is the biggest problem. They try to create this web of laws that are so convoluted that, A, the lawyers don't even understand, and B, the legislators writing it don't even understand it. And even after the fact, they tried correcting it, to exempt uh, off-duty law enforcement officers right. uh, from, you know, uh, the ten-round magazine ban. So they created some convoluted law, but even in the law, this is kind of comical. It states that it has to be the uh, 
the firearm issued by the police department, their employer. Right. Now, okay, that sounds, you know, that sounds correct. But the problem is, is that now we have police officers that they're never issued their sidearm right. by the, the police department. They actually have to buy their own gun. Yeah. So now you have two classes of police officers because you have the ones that can carry 17-round magazines or above right. because the firearm was issued by the police department. And then you have, a, you know, you have off-duty police officers that can't carry 17-round magazines because they bought their own gun, but it wasn't issued by the police department, and the law only covers <laughs> firearms that were issued by their police department. Yeah, and, and you know, listen, you're, you're going to see that a lot. You, you know, listen, the guys that work for the state police or for for the big agencies, they're going to they're going to have these ones that are issued by the department, and they're going to you know be the high capacity, or excuse me, the standard capacity magazines, which hold more than the these these silly restricted magazines. Now, you get out into the into the you know, and folks, if you've never been to New Jersey, there's plenty of it. You get out into rural New Jersey, and you've got the guys that have to buy you know the, the lesser. Uh, you know, well-off departments with their tax base. They, these guys have to buy a lot of their own uniform stuff, including their own firearms. Exactly. And, but, you know, I think, like, we're, we're kind of losing sight of the whole issue here is the fact of the matter is that I stand up and I support law enforcement every single day, you know, uh, of the year. Right. But now when there's a law uh, that affects law enforcement but not the regular civilians, they don't stand up and speak for us. Right. And that, right. you know, I, I believe you mentioned the yeah. New York City commissioner, how appalled he was, yep. and how dangerous. He only re- reiterated everything that we've been saying, because he said it in his tweet yeah. that the criminals don't care, the gang members don't care, you're jeopardizing the lives of every police officer. Okay, what about jeopardizing the lives of every regular law-abiding citizen yep. that is not a, a law enforcement officer? So, you know, there, this is the difference in New Jersey. You have law enforcement, and then you have New Jersey State Police. Yes. A big, big difference. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is not because I'm anti-police. It's because in Colorado and Nevada, both law enforcement agencies, the state uh, law enforcement agencies, both came out and they both said, we are never going to support these magazine capacity laws. We're never going to support the Bloomberg laws that they passed on the ballot initiatives in, in, in right. Nevada. I got to pull up the article, but it's basically a photo of a couple cops around a big bin of 30-round magazines in a Colorado gun store, kind of laughing, saying, yeah, these are technically illegal in New Jersey, uh, in Colorado. You know, they passed a uh, right. law banning 30-round magazines. I believe their capacity is now 15, you know, incremental, of course. Right, right. going to go down to, you know, some, you know, whatever, some other ridiculous amount. And they say we're not supporting the law. So why can't the New Jersey state police and law enforcement agencies do the same thing? And, of course, they're going to say, well, we have to keep the, the rule of law in order. Well, they're not doing that when it comes to ICE uh, right. going and arresting illegal aliens and criminals right. that are detained by the law enforcement. Our attorney general and our governor both came out and said, we are never going to help ICE arrest and detain criminals. So if we ever uh, you know, arrest somebody or catch them, we'll never ask them about their immigration status and so forth. So look what's going on in New Jersey, how they, you know, they let go potential violent criminals and will not detain them for the federal government. But when it comes to you and me, we're second-class citizens and put in jail because we have an 11-round magazine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you, you, you started off the conversation there with something I want to reiterate and, and go maybe a moment into further. The law enforcement there, like you said, you've got two classes of law enforcement, and we know that the New Jersey State Police just has their own mindset. But you have all of your other you know, county and city agencies throughout the state there, uh, and, and either other state agencies. It's time for these law enforcement officers to stand up. It's time for them to stand up and, and, and give the 
we will not comply. I will not comply yeah. as myself, and I will not comply and enforce this law. This law is yeah. bad. Well, you know, you know the state organizations, whether it be your your, your fraternal order police, your Panis Benevolent Association, whatever it happens to be, they need to stand up with these individuals and say, no, you will not. I will not follow an illegal, immoral, or an unethical order. Yeah, yeah, and and a law that does absolutely zero, and and preventing any form of violence. And I, I, I also just want to clarify, we have a. Tons of law enforcement officers that are members of the New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Right. And I'm, I, I can't publicly disclose certain things, but let me just say that when they do sometimes arrest people or, um, you know, um, whatever the word is, they, they stop somebody for a traffic violation detain. or, you know, f- <laughs> detain somebody and they question them about something. Uh, and, you know, there might be a violation there. That might be technical violation of New Jersey law. I know for a fact a lot of them do the right thing and they say, listen, this is the law in New Jersey. You have to go back over to Pennsylvania because you cannot have your concealed carry right. firearm on your person. Um, you know, one story that I, I, I love the most was they pulled somebody over from Pennsylvania, and the cop was, um, you know, guy gave his license registration and concealed carry permit. The guy said, "Hey, this is invalid here." He goes, "Like, oh, I didn't know that." I, you know, right. whatever. You know, typical common mistake people make when they come to uh, New Germany. I mean, sorry, New Jersey, <laughs> and. Um, and lo and behold, they actually took the guy to the police department. They locked up his firearm, and they let him go off to the wedding that he was going to. The guy was all dressed up. He was like a, a best man at the, well, one of the um, groomsmen or a best man at the, one of the weddings, uh, at the wedding. And uh, Monday morning, he came back, picked it up, and went back to Pennsylvania. And, and then they arrested him, right? After that. And, and that's when they and arrested that, him, right? No. They, no. <laughs> from, what, from what I was told, <laughs> the chief just said, Bring it over here, yeah. lock it up, and then Monday yeah. morning when you know you're coming back from the wedding, he came, picked it up. Obviously, it was unloaded. It was in the position locked, right? right in sure. The trunk of the car, and you went home. That's the right thing to do. Yes, you know, yes. because on the flip side, this law-abiding citizen that never broke a law, has no criminal intent, would have been put in jail for over ten and a half years if uh, they they arrested him. And you and I, we don't have to look past the Brian Aiken, right. Shanine Allen. Stephon Josie, uh, you know, Max Fellenbach. Right. I mean, we get story after story, phone call after phone call every week and every month of these people. And one thing I want to reiterate is, you know, we talk about this, this war that's happening. It's already here. Yeah. And why I say that is, you know, if you and I have a difference of your gender orientation, if you want to bake a cake for somebody, or who you think should be married or not, right? Right. You and I are like civilized people. We will never do anything bad against anybody that opposes our personal views. Right. But in New Jersey, if you want a firearm to protect yourself and you carry that in public, they'll put you in jail. Yeah. And then they'll use that as a deterrent for people not to own guns. Exactly. And we know that over all the names I just mentioned, plus hundreds. And I'm not exaggerating. That was the exact word from our attorney general a couple of years ago. He said there are hundreds of people currently being prosecuted in New Jersey uh, for similar situuations from Brian Aiken and, and so forth. Yep. And Alexander, even, thank you for yes. joining us. We're running up on the clock here. Listen, it's nj2as.org, nj2as.org. Listen, the work that Alexander does is not it, – it, it doesn't happen with magical money coming off a tree. Get on there, join the organization, even if you're not in New Jersey, because this is where it's happening. Get out there and make your donation. Thanks again for joining us. You're Back listening to on. Arms Room Radio, and we'll see you after the break.
40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Lance Corporal Thomas Riley Jr. died December 21st, 2008, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Riley, 19, of London, Kentucky, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 3rd Marines, 3rd Marine Division, Kaneho Bay, Hawaii. He was killed in action in Karmah, Iraq, while supporting combat operations. His unit was ambushed and Riley was killed instantly. Lance Corporal Riley joined the military after graduating from South Laurel High School the previous year. He intended to enter culinary school after the military. Marine Lance Corporal Thomas Riley Jr., you are not forgotten. Any legal issues whatsoever, 407-480-2179. Family law, personal injury, business litigations, we can take care of all of that. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you very much for sponsoring the program, folks, or excuse me, for that segment of the program and, well, for, yeah, for the program also. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, if you want to reach out, you want to hear somebody's name there on uh, the Fallen Heroes, somebody that you know, any form of public service that they've had to you know, state, nation, community, whatever it happens to be, reach out to us at uh, arm, go to armsroomradio.com, and that's the easiest way. If you want to grab me, you can go to, uh, it's, it's at armsroommike, at armsroommike, uh, you, you could you get Earl at... At armsroom Earl. At armsroom Earl. We do some at armsroom radio, get some, we throw some posts in there from from there as well, and then of course you just got, uh, you got Kevin's phone number, or again, just go to armsroomradio.com you can see his phone number there or go to maxlaworlando.com and you can uh, you can take a look at it there as well uh, hey on the line with us we have the chief law enforcement officer of arms room radio please welcome back to the program a major bill ground controls a major bill gentlemen how's everybody doing today doing just good. ducky sir just ducky just Ducky. Well, you know, Ducky's right up there with Peachy, so. Oh, Peachy. Peachy. Peachy Keen. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> one of the funniest things hey, I ever saw on NCIS. Oh. Abby asked Gibbs one time, what was Ducky like when he was younger? And he said, Killier, Nilly Kuryakin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a Han Solo joke. Wait, right uh-huh. <laughs> Hey, I was listening to the uh, the show earlier, and uh, you know, you guys were talking about the bump stocks. Yes. And uh, I, I was just wondering, uh, Kevin, when you were at Lexington, did you have one of those on on, on your musket? No, but I did have a candle. <laughs> okay. I wanted a tactical light on my rifle. <laughs> yep. There you go. There you go. All right, I got a, I got a hypothetical for you there, Bill. If you manufactured the firearm with the bump stock on it, it's not an added accessory. Would that not exempt you from the application of this law? Uh, I would say it would, but well, you would be right. Have a couple <laughs> more brain cells in the ATF. You, you would be right. You would be right. 
You, you, you manufactured it that way. It's not an added accessory. You're the manufacturer who built it. And as long as you can't remove it and transfer it from one lower to another, it was manufactured that go. way. There you go. There you go. So, sir, what, uh, what do you have for us this fine week? Well, you know, well, you know, we, we had a, a, a great, uh, week last week, you and I, Mike, uh, yes. yep. Yep. up there at, uh, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, watching, uh, my daughter march across uh, Hilton field and, and, uh, enter the, the ranks of, uh, of the United States army. So that was, hoo-ah. That was hoo-ah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, good times there. So we, yep. got to, yep. we got to share that, but if you recall, I was, uh, I was laughing, uh, Pretty hard as we uh, went over to the NCO club, and you asked me what was going on, and I said, "Hey, uh, take a look at this story." Yeah, uh, and it was in reference to emotional support animals, and you know, this has really kind of gotten out of hand in, in our society, where you know, all right, we have service dogs, right. uh, and we have emotional support dogs, which you know, they serve a purpose and a, a very good purpose, but like with anything, you're going to find people that want to take advantage of it. So you have you know your emotional support lizards. Well, we had uh, we had out of the uh, this in Central Florida, the Orlando airport uh, a month ago. A woman brought her emotional support squirrel in a little cat carrier. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just just ridiculousness. Listen, and the emotional support dogs. Well, what does your dog do for you? Well, he provides me emotional support. Mm, okay, get an emotional support rock and put it in your pocket. Yeah. I tell <laughs> you, know? I tell you what, the the best one I've ever seen is uh, I'm I have an emotional support honey badger. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel better about the circumstance that's making me anxious. It attacks the person that's making me anxious and tears them to little tiny pieces, and, and then I feel better. And that <laughs> makes you feel better. Yeah, that makes me feel better. So. Absolutely, yeah. But it's you know we're, we've been dealing with it, and it just it just gets ridiculous. So, um, you know, you got to love Popeye's chicken. Uh, oh yeah, love that yeah. chicken and Popeye's. That's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know. The, they uh, they decided to chime in on this, and, and I completely support them uh, in this endeavor. You know, it, this is the silly season, and people are, <laughs> are going to and fro, and it, it, it gets quite frustrating. So uh, they have a Popeyes there in the Philadelphia International Airport, and they came out with an emotional support chicken. Wait, Bill, you can't yeah. take a live chicken on an airplane. It's not well, alive. We can't well, have a live chicken in the thing. dugout. It's, it's not alive. It's a, a box where you can put that tasty, tasty fried chicken <laughs> that they have there. Uh, you know, two, three, four, you know, whole eight-piece chicken. And uh, it's in a box. Right. But with the, in the shape of a chicken. And it's the emotional support chicken so that you can take that delicious fried chicken onto the airplane with you. And it does. The and box looks like, imagine like a Happy Meal box you know, that you handle. Yeah. And it's got like, got it looks handle. like a chicken sticking out of the box. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a great idea. But, of course, with with society today this was a trigger and who oh. comes out oh. united states with, of uh, the offended <laughs> yes it's, it's i'm just waiting to be offended and who comes out and is offended people well, eating tasty Peter. animals that's right <laughs> uh you know listen I, I i love you know cats especially in a nice brown gravy oh yeah uh, a little garlic sauce but, yeah yeah mm-hmm, delicious yeah. so you know they came out and said you know well you know Nobody is emotionally supporting the millions of chickens that Popeye kills every year, and uh, you know these they're they're in horrible conditions and they don't they don't have uh, any help. And they have a bunch of other people chiming in about how horrible and you know this is this is offensive to the dis, uh, disabled community. Um, listen, I, I got 
you know, family members that have uh, an emotional support gone, and for a legitimate reason. And they went through the training at the right. six-week course. Right. You know, and you, but, I mean, come on, folks. It's it's chicken. It's fried chicken. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh. you know, they put it on a box. You could take it on a plane, because I would rather have that box of chicken than the little tiny thing of peanuts. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Know, God that forbid. they give you there. So, yeah, this is this. That's what I saw. Listen, when we first looked at the story, when you and I first saw it, it was, oh look, Popeyes has got a gimmick. They're going to make a couple extra bucks. And now, over the past two three days, it's 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 everyone who's offended. It's the like Kevin said, the United States of I'm offended. You know, it's it's that's that's what's going on. And there are people with listen, and I would I would guess the majority of them with uh, these emotional support animals. You know, it gets me though when you got you know the woman carries the the chihuahua in under her arm so she can go shopping in the mall. That's not emotional support. Okay. That's, that's, this is not Europe. Put your dog at home, leave it there. You know, it, it's a dog. Um, there are medical support animals. You know, we, we know that, you know, these, but these emotional support squirrels and this kind of nonsense. I saw somebody with an emotional support tarantula once. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. yeah. well mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it, that there was another one, you know, that they wanted to take an emotional support peacock. Yeah. On, yeah. On the point. I remember that one. Uh, yeah, I missed that one. Well, wow. you know, I I have a service animal, and my service animal has an emo- emotional support dog. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> Listen, that dog does some hard work. It needs does. some support. He yeah. He's like, Ooh, he's wearing me out. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, if nothing else, if you have an emotional support dog and you're going through the Philadelphia International Airport, the dog's got to eat too. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so the dog needed some get, emotional get support some chicken. Emotional support chicken. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you and uh, the emotional support dog can can share it. Somebody go. told uh, me the other day that you shouldn't let dogs eat chicken. Not chicken and bones. I, and I said, you know what? I bet you if the dog catches that chicken, he's going to eat that chicken. Oh, yeah. Bones yeah. and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's gonna, you know what? He prefers quail, <laughs> but they're fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got flight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they can get away. They can get away. Oh, listen. You know, it's, it, you, you just make sure that uh, you give your dog the crest door because, you know, you don't want that. That's, uh, that's where you go. The, the cholesterol, you know, in your, in your dog <laughs> going too hot. So. Um, Major, thank you for joining us this week, sir. Please be safe. Absolutely. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sex. Always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Come to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. Deltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection? There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snagmag. Snagmag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Wow, just like that, guys. Two hours gone. We're in the last segment of the program here. and it, Already? Uh, it comes up. It comes up. Yeah, I want to hit... Uh, only want to hit seven or eight more topics before we're done, so we should be, <laughs> we should be able to get out of here. Um, just for you two, while we're sitting here in the room, the last thing I want to give the folks here is Christmas ideas. Last-minute Christmas ideas, what they could buy the uh, gun-loving, constitution-loving America, so uh, Americans that, that listen to the program. Well, not just Americans that listen to the program. Or, well, we got Americans that listen to the program, but they listen outside of America because we're going to give you some stats from the week because I know how we love, we love the stats. Oh, yeah. yeah. United States, number one, obviously, we're still hanging in there. UK, still hanging in at number two. We got a little back and forth going between number three and number four. We got France in third and Ireland in fourth. Number fifth is Greece. Sixth is Canada. Seventh, Cambodia. Netherlands is in eighth. And then we got a couple of newcomers to the top ten. Oh, yeah? Uganda and Pakistan. Hmm. So welcome, Uganda and Pakistan, to top ten places Arms Room Radio is listening to on this uh, great uh, Great uh, world of ours. This great, this great nice. planet. Uh, you know, terra firma. Uh, so cities. Let's see where we're going with cities here. Let's see. We got to, got to welcome in Minden, Nebraska. 
which is uh, out there all by itself. I thought maybe a little suburb or Lincoln or Omaha, something like that. Nope. Out there all by itself. Oh, okay. Uh, Houston, we know we got you. We know you're listening to Houston. We've got uh, Piscataway, New Jersey. Love you, Piscataway. Chicago, Illinois. Dublin, Ireland. Listening big. Dublin, nice. Ireland. Listening big. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we, we still got a big following there in uh, Aubervilliers, France. So I, hmm. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. But uh, but thank you, thank you, folks. Thank you for joining. Thank you for uh, for listening to the program. And uh, we 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 love having merci. you with us. Oui. Yeah, merci. There you go. Merci. We, we love having you with us, so it's it's uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. A uh, couple of reasons to own an AR-15. We'd we'd gone into this. Do we do we we hitting this one now? We're hitting this one now. Yeah, yeah. Because AR-15s are. Let's see. Uh, uh, we got enough. To, no, there's nothing. Cool. There's not three business days left. I'm trying to think if there was enough time. I guess you could buy the gun, or you know, go get the gift certificate for the firearm, and then give that to the uh, yeah the, the gift receiver. You know? take, take a photo of it. <laughs> right, sure. There you go. Here's some. Here's uh, here's top ten reasons you should own an AR-15. What's that? You buy somebody a gift certificate. Gift certificate? No. That's a, <laughs> well. That's a that's a gift certificate straw man purchase. Yeah. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> um, top ten reasons you should own an AR-15. I, I want to give you these just uh, pr- pretty quickly, and then we're going to jump into. There's a new shotgun on the market that we want to we want to discuss with you. We'll spend a couple minutes on that as well. Uh, top ten reasons to at least to loot. Going backwards, jumping back, hit the way back button, go. Top 10 reasons to own at least one AR-15 and skilled in its use. Uh, number one, being armed is your right and maybe your civic duty. I mean, it, is, it is your civic duty. Yeah. You, you, you know, I, I would not say may. I would say it is your civic duty to protect yourself and your family, uh, you know, to not be a victim. Number two, the AR-15 is the most useful firearm with which to defend against every species of criminal usurpation, including, first and foremost, it is a rifle. Oh, that, that's that, right. That's that's yeah, how I know. Yeah. I know that Wyatt Earp and his brothers and Doc Holliday did not expect a gunfight because nobody goes to a gunfight without a shoulder-mounted platform. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now Doc had a, a shotgun, but it wasn't yeah, no shoulder-mounted. It yeah. was it was a little <laughs> was, swing up from the was, waist kind of deal. It was a little shoulder, <laughs> yeah. but not a lot of shoulder-mounted. Right. Right. When they, when they say every species of criminal u- usurpation, yes. that means. You know, good defense against predators. Yes, absolutely. Two, two-legged or four-legged. Yeah. Or political. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, the AR-15 is a semi-automatic rifle. Well, <laughs> and I was going to say, not if you're in California or New Jersey. No, but there I it's think a, they, they it's can a, still be semi-auto, but they do everything they can to it's a combat m- that. murderous assault weapon in California is what it is, yeah. The a, it says right there, assault rifle 15. No. Yep, yep. The AR-15, number four, is one of the most validated rifles in history. Yeah, because if, if you hadn't broke that design by now, yeah. I don't know who could have. Yeah. Sure. They, yeah. And listen, they have tried every way in the world to redesign this rifle, including the whole piston experiment of the, of the previous 10 years. Eugene Stoner <laughs> tried it. It didn't work yeah. for him either. Yeah, but, but somebody, somebody more smarter came along and said, we could do it. Yeah. I'll stick with the gas impingement. There you go. Works That's for all me. That's right. You know, I, I, there's a crank off in my bag, you know, just in case. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you never know when you're going to find a different caliber of ammo That's that you're exactly going to have to right. be using yeah. Yeah. during exactly the apocalypse. Right. Exactly and, right. And not countering your, your argument, but just going with it. That's one of the other beauties of the AR. It can be in a host 
of various different calibers. Yeah. I mm -hmm. might have a host of uppers in the rack <laughs> in the back of the truck just for such an emergency. Uh, what as, are you do? As I'm sure is you that, do. Is that a Beowulf upper? Yo, yeah, what? Yeah, maybe. Why do you have a Beowulf upper? Because I may need to I'm, kill an engine block. That's right. I mean, <laughs> cars need killing too sometimes. I uh -huh. took my 50 Beowulf on my AR platform bear hunting. I remember. Yeah, we didn't no, see a bear. I didn't, I didn't, we didn't see a bear. I, I, we I'm, I'm still, I'm telling you, that's not a fair fight. You get to take a stick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you take a stick. And you gave me a bear stick. I did. Yeah, the bear stick. And, and I'm telling you, there's nothing like hunting bears with a stick. I was going to say, we didn't see anything on that trip, no. but we, no. we did see that squirrel. We did see that squirrel and what was left of it. <laughs> Poof. You ever hit a, ever hit a squirrel gonna, with a 50? I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> It was squirrel season. It's cool. I saw somebody shoot a turkey with a 300 wind mag one time from about 35 yards. It just kind of popped out on the road and he swung it up and popped it. And I went, well, it's cleaned. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, we won't have to do anything else to it now. It's pretty like much it. When, when Seattle Mariners pitcher Randy Johnson threw a 105 mile an hour fastball. And the bird got in the way. pigeon flew in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I mean, it was, it was cartoon-esque. It, yeah, exactly. it was exactly. It was just a puff. Oh. Number five, the AR-15 is the most modular rifle in history. Yeah, you could put cup holders on it. And I'm not lying. You could put cup holders on it. That's both its blessing and its <laughs> curse. Oh, yeah. Right? The, well, you put a mall ninja out there. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and yeah. he's got a pistol mounted on his rifle. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. What are you doing? Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I have mounted a shotgun on my rifle before. but I actually have that set up that way. I have, I have, I have, a, I have a pulse rifle in 40 watt. Yeah, there you go. 40 watt range with a... Just with a grenade launcher underneath it, but it looks just like a Cerebu Super Shorty. <laughs> just like it. In most cases, you can fix your AR-15 yourself. I, yes. I never do that. <laughs> I never do. Earl. Yeah, always gives it to me. Earl. Earl, I broke it. <laughs> it I'm, broke. I'm glad I've got six more here with me. <laughs> so I have a spare. Let me just say, if you plan on fixing your AR-15 yourself, put your Dremel down. Put down all the heavy tools. Oh, yeah. If you can't fix it with what's in a cleaning kit, don't do it, okay? Yeah. No, no, no. The gas port's not big enough. <laughs> Drill out the gas port. That's a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why does it keep blowing the bolt out through the back of the receiver? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that the gas port's a quarter inch old now. Yeah, we had a customer do that. I know. Yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember. Nope. Best customer ever? I'm going to leave my gun in storage for a while, so I'm going to pack it in Vaseline. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he got to reading on the interwebs yep. and confused Vaseline with Cosmoline. Yeah. Then tried to shoot it full of Vaseline. Yeah. I mean, like, had to drive the bullet into the chamber, and then when he pulled the trigger, the trigger wouldn't even, the hammer wouldn't come <laughs> forward. There was so much Vaseline in there. Brought it but in, you and know we got what? pictures, and boy, it's, that's... A, it's going to stay it can submerge oh, that yeah, rifle for exactly years right. yeah and we, it'll be fun we charged him a stupid tax oh, yeah. ar-15 is the most commonly used for defensive firearm training it is the, the rifle most commonly used for defensive firearm training in your unless you're in like africa correct true yeah. true it is most commonly used for marksmanship competitions true you uh, you see them all over at camp perry if you are skilled with your ar-15 you can help prepare young americans for military service i guess that's true the word, and make them run around with it over their head. Yeah, yes, there you exactly go. The right. Iron Mike. The, the more Americans who use AR-15s, the more likely the Supreme Court will consider them in common use. Okay. I think that I think we got a pretty got a common use thing yeah, going already. We do. We got that covered. I think uh, we have common use in just us. Less than thirty seconds left. Uh, somebody needs a Christmas gift. What do they go buy? Earl. AR. AR. Okay. Okay. Uh, magazines. Magazines. Good one. Good one. I was thinking uh, like cleaning kits and Target stuff like that. You know, because it's always yeah. going to be used. Yeah. 
magazines or or ammo. So ammunition is yeah, always a good yeah. one. Ammo's can, and if you're really consumable. good, just just the Ritz crackers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boy. that's a great yeah. target. Yeah. That's a great target, yeah. and you don't have to worry about them cleaning them up because the birds and or the rain will take care of yeah. the residue. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, exactly right. Or, or it'll bring in the squirrels. And squirrels. No. I do not I, shoot squirrels I, with an AR-15. <laughs> that is just immoral. Unless it's a Beowulf upper. <laughs> it's immoral. immoral. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We appreciate you joining us this week. We will be back next week. It'll be the, uh, I don't know, it'll be, it'll be seven days from now. So we'll be back in, we'll be back in seven days, so stick around. Uh, we'll see you then. Until then, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember... Keep your head on a swivel. Happy Fe- Ooh, go ahead. Merry Christmas. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America!